Shout out to Clarity for supporting this episode and providing us with the samples. I've been battling allergies for years now. Let me tell you, they've been a real ordeal in my life. Luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available release sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to ClaritinD.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. What's up, gang? Welcome to The Greatness Machine. I'm your host, Darius Mershazdeh. I'm so pumped to have you here with me. Now listen, The Greatness Machine, we're about two things. Number one, people who are living their passions. And number two, those who are creating greatness in the world and doing both of these things despite the odds against them. Each episode, we're going to feature interviews with game changers, business leaders, you know, telling us their origin stories, what made them tick, what got them to where they are now. Why? So it can help you step into your greatness within your life, your business, and your career. Occasionally, you might hear a few solo episodes from myself, moi, as I say, as I leverage my 20 years of entrepreneurship as a CEO and founder to help you grow and level up in your journey to scale your life and your business. So come be a fly on the wall, enjoy the conversation, and I'm stoked to have you here with me. What's up, everybody? Welcome to today's episode of The Greatness Machine. I'm your host, Darius Mershazde, and I am flowing, flying, flying, flowing, flying solo, flying slash flowing. <laughs> oh, man. So this is part two. We're doing part two on we're talking about the superpower of reading more books. And last week, I discussed with you all how step one of the superpower was around building that book list, right? Let's build that book list. And you can go back and check our solo from last Friday where I talk all about that. And I really walk you through step-by-step how I figured out what to do. Um, You know, it's really like, it's just fantasy shopping for me. What's the next book I may want to read? Maybe, maybe not. And I will really walk you through how to do it. So if you haven't listened to the episode, I highly recommend doing so. But what do you do now? You know, let's, you've already done step one. You built that list. You got 20, 30, 50, 100 books on your list. And, and so let me just caveat it by saying one thing. Um, I try to mix it up when I do the book list. I don't know if I mentioned that, but I'm going to say that today. I like to have a little bit of a lot. I do a lot of nonfiction, but I'll do, I'll, I know that I get tired of the nonfiction. I mean, at some point I'm like, okay, I'm either tired of learning about the best ver- way of, you know, fixing a habit or getting in shape and, or how my brain works or mental health stuff. And, and I want something fun. So I throw a lot of fun stuff in there, like biographies on interesting people. I happen to like a lot of stand-up comedians and actors. And so like I did the Noah Trevor Noah documentary and Will Smith and Matthew McConaughey and, you know, all these people. So I'm always trying to, I like to learn about people. So I'll do their, I throw autobiographies in there. And I, and I also throw a little bit of, of fiction in there too. Um, so I'll do some novels and stuff like that as well. So key number one, and, and I say all that cause it's really important for step two is that you got to have a, you got to mix it up. So if you built that list, but you have nothing but nonfiction, you're probably gonna get burned out on the nonfiction. 
uh, especially as, as you start to ingest more and more. If you're barely reading, sure, you can casually read nonfiction books till your head falls off. And a lot of business leaders like nonfiction. Um, I like to throw in a little bit of the fun stuff. So I'll look for the fun stuff. Um, one of the books I read last year was The Game by Neil Strauss, which is a super, I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a, actually a true story, but it's like, it's about this guy trying to become a pickup artist. I mean, it was hysterical. I was laughing out loud when I read it. So I, I, am a guy that likes to laugh. I throw a little bit of uh, fun stuff in there. It's probably makes up no more than 10, 15, 20% of my, of my list. But for me, that's enough. So, so that when I do step two, that I'm going to talk about, you'll see why. So step two, step one, you got the list. Step two, um, what do you do with that list? Um, I have a few rules. So rule number one is if I don't like a book in the, by the end of the first chapter, if I'm not super into the book, I just like, I'm done with the book. So I think a lot of the time, especially when we're buying books at large, um, we'll buy these books and, and then we're like, Oh, I I feel like I got to read it. And then there's this like weird feeling where you're like, Oh, I should read that book. I paid for it. I have it physically looking at me in the face. Um, and, and then we, and then we like, there's this guilt thing. Listen, I'm, I'm just speaking for myself and then I don't read it. And then I won't read any book cause I don't read the book that I just bought. Huge mistake. This is why I like to have this big fat list and I like to have a big library because if I don't like a book by the end of the first chapter, I mean, like, like, I mean, love a book. I'm done. That book just goes back on the shelf. I, so I probably for every one book I read, there's between four to six books I started that I didn't like. And and I'm going to give you your whole pass right now. Go start and not continue to read as many books as possible. And I want to go back again. Being an author, I learned a lot about the book writing process. And there's a saying in the book writing process, which is you have to earn your reader's attention one page at a time. And that readers are inherently selfish. So think of yourself. I'm inherently a selfish person. I have to earn your trust as an author. And so does the author whose book I bought. I don't even, I don't care if I bought their book. They want me to actually read it. They got to earn my attention one page at a time. And in the process of writing the book, I mean, there's a saying in writing books, we call it killing your baby, which is we're taking, I'm taking out anything that does not make this a better book. I take it out. So if I'm reading a book and there's just a bunch of stuff in there that I don't like that I can't skip, right? Sometimes there's like personal stuff in there, like a Thank, pay, thank, thank you so much. Acknowledgement page or something. I got to skip that stuff, um, or like a random pre, you know, pre prologue or whatever. I might skip that stuff. But if I'm in the book, I'm in like the meat and potatoes. Like chapter one, man, is like like it, they owe that like they owe it to you to like hey, this is like first things first, <laughs> you know, first impressions. That author, if they did not capture my attention and there it's the first chapter, then they're probably not going to capture my attention in the rest of the book. I mean, that's your like home run materials, the beginning of the book. And maybe some authors don't feel that way, but my feelings are, Hey, the job of the author is to capture your attention for you're the right reader and like produce the information in a way that is the most impactful, digestible and, and really you know, efficient way to give me the information that you wrote. Now, again, some people who are, you know, snooty authors or artists or whatever might disagree with everything I just said. And you can, you can go pound sand, you know, like I'm just telling you like, yes, you can like be that gung ho on your art that you don't care what the reader thinks and less people read your book, but I'm, you're earning my attention one page at the time. And if you don't own me by the end of the first chapter, I turn it off. I close the book. 
I turn off the book on the audio app. I close the book and put it back on the shelf. I might even give the book away if I know I'm not going to read it. Um, now, sometimes, I'll give an example. There was a book I read that I half liked, uh, this, this, the uh, Surrender Experiment. And and I read half of it and I, got, I started getting pissed by the by about halfway through. I just was in a weird spot in my life. And this idea of getting everything you want by surrendering just wasn't resonating for me. And I put the book down for two years. I just picked it back up and finished it recently. Um, so, but you're earning my attention one page at a time. There's many books I, I'll get. Sometimes I, I like the first chapter, but by the third chapter, they're boring me or the fourth chapter, they're just losing my attention. I stop. I'm like, move on to the next book. So don't be afraid to move on to the next book. Um, and I think that is one of the most important things to getting, being a person that gets to get through a ton of books is I just put the book down if I don't like it. I might, you know, now look, if I'm 80% of the way down the book, I might just knock it out just because I'm a champ and I want to add another book to my, uh, you know, I want to add another notch on the belt as far as like how many books I read for the year. I'm like, oh, I already invested four hours in the book. Like, unless I absolutely hate it, I'll just, you know, power through the last hour. But if I'm two hours into a seven or eight hour, you know, listen, I'm done. Turn it off. Call call it a loss. I move on to the next book. So again, for me, every one book I finish, I always tell people, they're like, they're like what books do you recommend? I'm like, if you ever see me publish that I, that I finished a book, you should read that book. Because it means that there were three or four other books that didn't get read that I started that I didn't like that I moved on from. And this was the one that I didn't move on from because I loved the book. If I finish a book, I loved the entire book more than likely. So um, that's a huge tip. You don't have to finish books. I don't know who made that rule up. I don't. I, I, maybe it's this don't be a quitter thing. I don't care. For me, if I don't like it, I move on. The second thing goes back to the thing I was talking about earlier in in uh, the, the 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 podcast. You know, for me, I like to change it up. So a lot of times, the books I'm reading are based off of what's going on in my life. What what's the mood I'm in? What's the one thing I really want to learn? What's like the, the thing I'm trying to lean into more? Um, a lot of it's based off where's my head at right now? What am I struggling with? Uh, if there's something I'm struggling with, I'm going to go lean into the, that genre of book. I want answers. I want to hear people's experiences. I want experience sharing around people that have struggled in, uh, with the thing I'm struggling with and gotten past it. And I want that information now. Um, and for me, like the coolest thing with that, what I found was as I read those books, a lot of times authors will mention other books or other authors in their books. And then that'll give me, I'll kind of go down these rabbit holes where I'll go really deep on a subject that I'm struggling with because I listened to a book and then they mentioned another book. So I can't remember. I was, I think I was reading, uh, one of, uh, Ryan Holiday's books about stoicism. And he mentioned Stephen Pressfield's book, uh, the war of art, which I ended up picking up next and I pounded through it and I loved it. I thought it was an amazing book. You know, I learned of Stephen Pressfield, not because I had heard much about him, um, I learned of him. I actually had heard of the book before, but but I hadn't heard much about it except for the fact that I had heard of the book, The War of Art, um, play on the words, The Art of War. And then when Ryan talked about him, I was like, oh, this seems interesting. I'm going to go check the book out. And so I got the book. It was a quick read. I loved it. It was one of my favorite books I read. And so, um, yeah, I will go deep on a subject and it's usually something that's challenging me. So think of what's the one thing that's challenging you right now? Whatever that one thing is challenging you, Go find books on that subject. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. In the world of successful partnerships, names like Procter & Gamble, Ben & Jerry, and supply and demand echo through business history. But when it comes to growing your business, who are the perfect partners? That's you and Shopify. 
Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. We're talking from launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the, did we hit a million dollar order stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling shipping supplies or promoting productivity programs, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout up to 36% better compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Picture this, a time when my business was facing a tough hurdle and I wasn't sure how to break through. But then came the breakthrough moment, a game changer that took my business to the next level. You know, what I absolutely adore about Shopify is its unparalleled ability to adapt and grow with your ambitions. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 75 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash Darius, all lowercase. That's D-A-R-I-U-S. Go to shopify.com slash Darius now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash Darius. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with the samples. Hey there, friends. It's Darius from Shazda here, and I have a little confession to make. You see, I've been battling allergies for years now. And let me tell you, they've been a real ordeal in my life. Allergies have been my constant companion. They stopped me from fully enjoying the little things in life, from canceling plans with friends because of sudden allergy attack to missing out on an outdoor activity because of the sneezing fits. Allergies have been a real nuisance. Luckily, for those of us who live with symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin Clear with Claritin D. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing and a runny nose, itchy watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. I've been a Claritin D user for many, many years now. And let me tell you, it's made a world of difference. Since I started using Claritin D, my symptoms have improved dramatically. Now I can breathe easier, enjoy outdoor activities without worrying about sneezing fits, and truly live my life without being held back by allergies. Ready to live as if you don't have allergies, it's time to live Claritin Clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter now. You don't even need a prescription. Go to ClaritinD.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin Clear uses directed. Late last year, mid last year, I was really like fanatical about overcoming my weird mental anxiety around money. I read a ton of books about money. I read a book called Happy Money by Ken Honda. Um, I want to. I even got on my list a book that I had never got to, which is The Soul of Money by Lynn Twist. Um, I read Richer, Wiser, Happier by William Green a guy that I just interviewed out of that. For me, the cool thing is I also get a lot of, I meet a lot of cool people from reading books because I, I will then go and hit them up and ask them if they want to be on the show. You probably don't have that, but nonetheless, that that's w- what I do is I tend to like kind of like circulate around areas that are, are really, uh, or circle around areas that I'm struggling with. What's the one thing I'm struggling with now? I'm going to go read up on that area. Now, what ends up happening is I kind of like nerd out on one area for a minute. So a couple months, I'll nerd out on an area. So a good example of that is the beginning of the year. I really got into the whole Dave Goggins, like tough mindset resilience thing. And I really geeked out on that. 
um, on, on this thing about pushing yourself past your limits. And, and that was an area I geeked out on. And right now I'm actually kind of in between areas. I haven't found a new area. Um, but I'm going to probably have to figure that out soon because I need to read a bunch more books to hit my goal of 52 books this year. Um, but I do that. And then this is key. I, I, I tend to kind of get burnt out on the subject and you probably will too, if you overread in a certain area. So then what I do is I like to kind of flip it and I'll go into a totally different direction. I like to have some fun books, some real fun ones, like just entertaining, great storytelling, novels, biographies by interesting people, um, biographies about people I'm super interested in their life stories. If anyone that knows Strength Finder, my number five strength is individualization. So I love what makes people unique in themselves. And I love people's stories. I've always been a fan of biographies. So find something you find that's really fun. So as you kind of go in and out of these problem areas or these challenging areas where you want to go nerd out on them, and again, this is what works for me, kind of figure out what works for you, go find the fun area. So um, I was reading Homo sapiens, or excuse me, sapiens last year. And by the way, I'm not done with that book yet because about halfway through, I was like, oh, I'm just kind of, I was losing my interest a little bit. I got to, but I'm going to put it down. And then I picked up the pickup, you know, the, the pickup artist uh, book. What, what's it? Uh, the game by Neil Strauss, which is like, like literally I went from sapiens to, to Neil Strauss's book, the game where we'd learn about mystery and the pickup artists in LA doing a bunch of crazy shit, <laughs> you know, could not be two books to, so even more farther apart than those two books. Um, I, I did that. I, I did that a lot last year. I read Trevor Noah's book. I read Matthew McConaughey's book, green lights. I read Will Smith's book. Will, um, I read a bunch of these fun books. There's a book that I started last year, which was, um, I can't remember the name of it, but it's the story of the red hot chili peppers. I read Dave Grohl's book, the story of his life. I started the book uh, biography by Jewel, the singer. I didn't love it. I kind of just started it. It was all right, but I didn't. I couldn't get into it. Put it down. So I'm always starting these fun books, but I like to change it up. I, if I'm finding myself getting a little burnt out on one subject area, I will automatically. I know right then. And I'll, here's how I know. By the way, I go down my list and a bunch of these great books that I want to read. I don't feel like reading because I'm a little bit over, 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 I guess, or burned out on the nonfiction stuff. So I tend to read 90% nonfiction, 10% non nonfiction. Um, and that, and that for me seems to be a nice pattern. So figure out what works for you. It might be all novels and then you got to flip into some nonfiction. It might go the other way, which is you're doing a ton of nonfiction, ton of nonfiction and then you need to move out of that and move into a, a subject area that's that's more entertaining. So I like to entertain myself and I like to pick books that are historically known for it being entertaining. I also like to really geek out on art on, on specific authors. So I like Michael Lewis a lot. So I'll go find all his stuff and then I'll find like, I like Ryan Holiday's stuff. I'll go geek out how on his stuff. And that's again, a great way to build a list. But by, by doing those two things, number one is giving myself permission to turn a book off or to close a book. If I don't love it very quickly or even, halfway through again for every one book I finish, there's at least three or four that I start. And then number two, having that diversity in my reading list and jumping back and forth between really fun books or interesting books, uh, into stuff I'm challenged with into stuff that I'm really dying to read or a, a book recommendation, but I'm really liking, I mix it up a lot. There's a lot of diversity. There's a lot of, uh, of, of, uh, variety in my reading list. And for me, that works. You need to play with that for yourself. But doing those things, it, it, it makes a really big difference. And last thing, the last thing I'm going to tell you, and this is what works for me, and you got to, again, figure out what works for you, is I like to listen to books at one and a half speed, 1.3, 1.8, 1.5, 1.5, 1.5, 1.5, 1.5, 1.5, 1.5, 1.5, 1.5, 1.5, 1.5, 1.5, 1.5, 1.5, 1.5
depends on how fast the narrator, again, I'm listening to books. So one of my cheat codes on, on reading more is I listen to books at a higher speed. Um, I was talking to my buddy, Justin Donald, former guest on the show, and he was telling me to read like two, three, two, five. I, I, I don't know how he does that. Another friend, one of my friends, Chris Taylor, told me he reads over at a, over a two speed or listens to book at over two speed. I, I tend to get lost in, in the book a little bit if I do that um, and, and I'll forget. But but yeah, for me, like a one, one, sometimes it's one if, they're, if they really read fast. Um, but I look, I like to have narrators that have energy in their voice um, that are a little quicker. If I don't mind if they're not. If they're not, then I just bump up the speed. Um, I find a speed where it's relatively quick. And for me, I can get, you know, if you think of it like this, a five or 200 page, 200, 220 page book is about a five hour audio book. Five hour audio book at one speed, if I bump it up to 1.3 is about three and a half hours. I can knock out a 200 page book in about three and a half hours. Well, you start to do the math. If you're listening to a book, you know, call it three hours a day, or excuse me, 30 minutes a day, which anyone can do. 30 minutes a day is nothing. Like, don't tell me you can't do it. Go look at your phone and see how much screen time you have on your phone. I guarantee you it's way more than 30 minutes, more than likely. And if you can do 30 minutes a day, then you can knock out a 200 page book a week. So anyone can do it. Um, and so for me, that speeding it up a little bit drives my wife crazy, but speeding it up to that, that 30 minute, uh, excuse me, 30 minutes a day, you know, 1.3 to 1.5 speed, sometimes 1.7, 1.8, if they're really slow, um, allows for me to get through books faster. Um, so those, those are really some of my tips and tricks to being able to really juice up the amount of, of books you ingest, uh, in a, in a very short period of time. So that's part two of this. Next week, I'm going to talk about um, really goal setting around this and how do you think about goal setting and, and some, of the, uh, some of the tips and tricks around really um, going deep on books um, if you're listening to them or if you are uh, wanting to get more out of them. So that'll be the final uh, leg on, on this stop of the tour. Next week's part three uh, on how to increase your superpower of reading more. And uh, until next time, peace out. We love you guys. You are listening to The Greatness Machine, and that's a wrap for today. Listen, if you love what you heard, subscribe to the show on whatever podcast platform that you're tuning in on so that you don't miss any of our future episodes. We have tons of great people coming on, and we're, we're stoked to have you here to enjoy it with us. Leave us a review. Tell us what you love most about this particular episode. We love getting the reviews. We love to see what you guys love most. And if this particular episode you know, made you think of someone who's leveling up in their business and in their life, print screen, share it with them. Leaders are the best givers. And after all, we're all here to support and grow with each other. And in case you want to see some of the fun behind the scenes shots or some of the things that we're doing, I'm actually writing about this in my weekly newsletter. Go to www.therealdarius.com and subscribe to my newsletter. We're talking about fun things like business and life and mindfulness and cryptocurrencies and gosh, I don't even know everything and anything, but it's tons of fun stuff I write about. I try to get it out on a weekly basis. You can subscribe at www.therealdarius.com. And with that said, look, thank you guys so much. I appreciate you. I love you. Peace. We're out of here. See you guys on the next one. This episode is brought to you by the Yap Media Podcast Network. I'm Hala Taha, CEO of the award-winning digital media empire, Yap Media, 
and host of Yap Young and Profiting Podcast, a number one entrepreneurship and self-improvement podcast where you can listen, learn, and profit. On Young and Profiting Podcast, I interview the brightest minds in the world and I turn their wisdom into actionable advice that you can use in your daily life. Each week, we dive into a new topic like the art of side hustles, how to level up your influence and persuasion and goal setting. I interview A-list guests on Young and Profiting. I've got the best guests, like the world's number one negotiation expert, Chris Voss, Shark, Damon John, serial entrepreneurs, Alex and Layla Hermosi, and even movie stars like Matthew McConaughey. There's absolutely no fluff on my podcast, and that's on purpose. Every episode is jam-packed with advice that's gonna push your life forward. I do my research, I get straight to the point, and I take things really seriously, which is why I'm known as the podcast princess and how I became one of the top podcasters in the world in less than five years. Young and Profiting Podcast is for all ages. Don't let the name fool you. It's an advanced show. As long as you wanna learn and level up, you will be forever young. So join Podcast Royalty and subscribe to Young and Profiting Podcast or Yap, like it's often called by my Yap fam on Apple, Spotify, CastBox or wherever you listen to your podcasts.